Hi guys, it's Jules. Welcome back to another podcast. I've missed you guys and I needed to make sure I made another podcast to talk about this special topic for today. So it's not going to be a podcast on a certain like topic that you guys chose or that I've been planning on doing. It's more of just like a talk about me and what memorable experience happened to me yesterday. So yeah, I'm going to start talking now. So yesterday marked one year since Children's Hospital being the admission there. And yesterday was a really hard day for me because I think it was just a lot of emotions. Like I was my healthy self in a way was proud that I moved on and I'm here now and, you know, I'm not malnourished and not in a hospital anymore, but I think there are still things that are really triggering and are making me feel quite, you know, mad and upset about in a way that I'm better or getting better. I don't know. So I thought I would just process and, you know, just help you guys that probably feel the same way if you've reached milestones in your recovery. It doesn't have to be like one year since you're a mission to a place. It could be, you know, oh, you ate a snack or ate something for the first time in a long time or you know you ate with somebody for a first time in a long time or you know you saw a friend from a long time like something like that even like little things I think it was still important that I would talk about this today because it's something a lot of people struggle with in recovery feeling like everybody else is so proud of you and you're like I'm proud but you know I don't feel great about it you know So, I'm going to start talking now. So, for me, yesterday was hard because I felt, you know, when I went in there a year ago today, I was really struggling. I was anorexic, really. I was really malnourished. Um, When I went in there, I was at a really low weight. I was very unhealthy. Like, my blood pressure was low. My heart rate was low. Everything was unstable. I was, you know, very unstable. And I wasn't where I needed to be at my age. And when I was admitted there, I was 12 years old. Um, And now I am 13, going on 14 in December. So... It's very hard to picture that, you know, I was only 12 years old when I started my, like, when my eating disorder started, and that's a really young age to have an eating disorder. A lot of people now have eating disorders at, like, eight. Some people have had, like, always struggled with food since, like, you know, they were kids, and I think it's really hard that, you know, this thing is just, like, you know, little things that people say as a kid if, like, you know can trigger them so when they get older you know this is how they're matured to act but for me sorry I'm I keep going off topic I'm a very off topic person so for me I remember the day like it was yesterday I want to talk a little bit about the day and the feeling so I have a children so I went to children's hospital in Boston so where I so I was at the children's hospital doctor a week before that and you know I told like the doctor told me and I was beyond you know I didn't really care because my brain was still malnourished at the time that I was like like oh she's probably lying to me 
my doctor. Dr. Vargas is her name. She said to me, Dr. Vargas said to, to me, my, my name is Juliana, obviously. So to Ju she said, Juliana, next week, if you do not get, start gaining weight and start like put on like gain, she said like gain weight or start eating more, then you're going to be admitted to Children's Hospital. And I was like, okay okay we all know you're lying you're just trying to make it i was scared but i was just kind of like i didn't think it was like happening happening and i didn't think i was gonna how hard it was gonna be to be there so at first i was just like okay whatever so that whole week i barely ate anything like i really didn't eat much um so i'm not trying to trigger anybody i'm not going to say anything else that's triggering or anything like that but yeah so i didn't really eat much that that week that i was out that I went home and then I came back to the doctor's office the next week. And I don't know my weight. I don't look at my weight. So this is another reminder. If you're struggling with eating disorder, I know that my friends watch this. So this might not be requiring to them. But if you are struggling with an eating disorder and it's not helpful to look at your weight, always ask the doctor. Like I, for like a year now, I don't look at my weight. I just turn around and step onto the scale backwards and I don't look at my weight because if I look at my weight, it definitely like, and I remember one time this happened like a few months ago, a nurse by accident told me my weight and I was like, I, that number, that exact number is still in my brain at the back of my brain that I hear my eating disorder every time I eat. Juliana, remember, remember that number, remember that number, like that's, that, that remember that number like you shouldn't be eating if that number is in your head in a way like that that number is not good so I think like stepping on the scale backwards has been helpful so I didn't know my weight at the time but she told me that I lost more weight she didn't tell me what I was but I did lose more weight so she said Juliana like you lost more weight and we were like going to gold more weight and we were trying to get a goal to you know go up on weight and she said to me juliana she was kind of like basically so she always takes my parents first and i talk to my parents and when i went in there i was nervous but i was like you know still like whatever so when i went in there my parents walked out i knew something was sort of up so she just kind of talked to me and she didn't really like she was just like you know you lost weight blah blah blah. she's like checking in on me and then i feel like she didn't say anything about you know i had to go to the hospital so when my parents came back in she's like juliana like you need to get admitted to children's like you lost weight and you're at a really unstable place right now you have to go and that's when it sort of started to kick in that she wasn't lying anymore but i was still in a way like oh she's telling me i have to go to children's hospital but she's probably just lying so she so i can eat more and, and so i so i eat more so basically that's what i thought until my parents like started crying and then i feel like i kind of knew like oh maybe it's actually serious now so i feel like that day i kind of the whole day thought that like she was lying to me until it like really happened and it clicked the next day really when is when it clicked so i went home and you know it was my parents were sad and obviously i was really grateful that my parents were able to stay in children's hospital with me they both could stay in and one parent could stay the night 
and I had my whole room to myself during the COVID, so that was really helpful. And so I wasn't alone. My parents were able to be there. But back on to the story, I came home and I was still like so-so on the scenario. I was like, meh. Do I really, am I really going? Is it really a joke? Like, whoa, am I really going to go to the hospital just for like a night and then come home? I think I was more thinking it was going to be like a quick trip than, you know, like an over a month trip that I spent there. So I went home and I remember we went out to, I remember I texted my my two best friends. Um, so I don't want to say their names. I'll have to talk to them and see if they're okay with me saying their names on here. But so T and C, those are their initials. I call them T and C on here. Fun. So I went. So that's kind of like when I was telling my friends, I kind of was clicking it. I was scared. And so I, I I remember we went to the Old Navy and we got clothes to go to the hospital like we got like clothes because obviously like I needed clothes and like I kept like you know I wasn't growing out of my clothes I needed smaller clothes and so I went to go get obviously we got clothes and I went home and you know it was time to leave so we brought my brother with me and obviously I said goodbye to my two pets that you know big motivators for me and I had to say goodbye to them that was hard I'm not gonna cry so I went back. So I went to my grandmother's house and then, sorry, what am I talking about? So I went, so before that I went to my grandmother's house, I said bye to my friends. So I wanted, I don't want to miss my friends out. So I went to both of their houses and they live really close to each other. So it was like really, you know, I went to one and then I went to the other. So I, went to their house and you know I couldn't even say it like I I was nervous because I didn't like feel like I didn't think it was true at a in a way and like you know I was like oh we're going to the hospital blah, blah. but I couldn't say that because I was too emotional at the time and I was like not believing it was true so I went I went there and my mom ended up telling me and everybody was crying like my friend's C and her mother were like were there and they were all crying and they're all sad and we were all crying and like you know I was able to stay in touch with them with text they couldn't visit because of the stupid COVID but I was able to stay in touch she could send me stuff like my mom would pick it up and she would bring the stuff that she sent me but yeah so that was sad and then I went to go to my other best friend's house T and she's my legit biggest support I remember she used to call me every day she called me the night I was there she kept texting me and she's like Juliana pick up pick up are you okay like every single day I would get a text from her and then she would even send this little journal with my mom every morning she'd make sure that she got that journal to me every morning so she can send it back and forth so she could send me a letter so I could write a letter back to her and we can keep talking back and forth so she could really see that I saw the messages in person, like we were together in person. So that was probably one of the best special things that I was there. I, that was that bright in my day every time I got the journal. Um, so, yeah, so then after that, <laughs> it's like a bye. And I was scared and obviously we gave her hugs. And I went to my grandmother's house and obviously I said goodbye to my grandmother and uncle. And my brother, remember my brother said, he said, Juliana, don't give up. 
he cried, and I would never cries. He's like, Juliana, like, you can do this. Don't give up. Fight him. Like, you can do it. I remember those words he was saying. Like, I didn't realize, obviously, how much our, like, siblings are so annoying, but I didn't realize how much I really was going to miss him until I couldn't see him anymore. Like, I was able to, he was able to visit one time when I was there, like, at the beginning, because every day I would ask, is Joseph okay? Can I FaceTime Joseph? Can I text Joseph? Is he okay? Like, multiple times, can I text him? Can I call him? Can I see him? I was crying. I, I didn't realize how much I was going to miss this most annoying kid in my life. So, he is older. He's 16. So, he's three years older, two and a half years older than me. So, he was my older brother. He's my role model. And, I mean, he didn't want me to go. And I didn't want to go. I, I, I just didn't really click it until we were driving in. And then all my stuff was in the car. And then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe we are going. Like, maybe this is going to be a thing. Like, so we arrive and I check in, we check in and they bring her to my room. And I'm sitting in the bed. I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, it's a nice bed. I get room service. People are bringing in, like, my medicine and all this. Like, I don't have to leave. I can just, like, have all this service to myself. And obviously, like, my parents were, like, I feel like they were trying to be happy, but at the same time, like, they weren't because that wasn't a good thing to see their daughter in a hospital bed. And the next, and then, obviously, I went to bed, and I wouldn't eat anything. My mom and dad tried to give me food, and I wouldn't eat it. And then the next day is when everything kind of kicked in, where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm at the hospital. I have to be eating. Like, when they came in with the first meal, then I was like, oh, my God, okay, this being serious now. Like, I really do have to eat. So my, my mom stayed that night. My dad went home, and then they came. They both were there in the morning when I had to eat. And I was like, okay, so I was so nervous. Like, I wanted to get the heck out of there. So I was eating. I was eating. Like, I know I've probably mentioned this in my life, like, the my recovery story, um, but the first podcast episode. So I was, like, eating really fat. Like, I was trying to, like, I was eating really fast. I was trying to get all of the food done. And I think it, my nerves were like, what's happening? Like, I'm not prone, like, to, like, I feel like I was taking all the food in. And obviously, remind me, like, I would barely ate anything before I was there. So I was like, oh, my God, I want to get home. So I was eating the food and my I was so nervous. Like, I, I get really bad stomach aches and, like, nerves in my stomach when I get anxious. So I was having, like, I was getting really nervous, and I ended up throwing up the food. And I remember I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to the nurse. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, I, and then I remember she's like, it's okay, it's okay, I get it. Like, she gave me the insure. And insure, if you don't know what insure is, so it's a, a supplement for food. So it's like basically kind of all the nutrients you would get in food, but just in a drink in a liquid form. So she gave me that. And obviously, to make up for it, I had to have, like, two cups of it. So I remember I was drinking it, and I drank, like, a little more than half the cup. And I threw that up, too, because I was so anxious. And then I remember I got – then I, after that, obviously, that was my option. Like, I tried to drink it, but I kept throwing up, and I couldn't do it. So they ended up giving me an NG tube. And an NG tube, this was – the worst thing I ever had to get. I've only I only had to get it twice. Um, 
but it was the first day, so I was really anxious. And of course, the first day I'm there, they in the morning, right in the morning, when I had breakfast, they stick a, a tube down my nose to feed me, so I don't actually have to physically eat or drink anything. They're just pumping it through the tube into my nose. So I had like a really nice, like my dad was there, my mom stepped out of the room because I think she was just like beyond stressed about it and she didn't want to see me like that and then a lady from child's health her name was kelsey she came in and she was the best she was a great person there and she had like all crafts and she was in there and like playing helping me play and distract me and i was i think i made it through definitely really hurt to get it down my nose and it felt really uncomfortable and you know it's hard to see that i had to get a tube down my nose now but yeah so that was that and I think that's kind of the next day is usually like when I realized that I really am at the hospital. I really do need to stay here. I didn't think it was going to be that, you know, that hard. And I was there for over a month and then I had to go to Walden for a week. So and then I finally am home and I've been home since. So I haven't touched a facility in a year. I went back all well, November. I don't know what day I got out of mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I got out of Walden. Sorry, I'm going to check and see from my um, calendar. I don't know exactly when. I'm trying to think. Like the day I got out of there. It was in November because I was admitted there in November 2020. Um, so I was here for Christmas. And I got admitted there. Let's see. It was in November. I think it was the was it the sixteenth, the seventeenth. Sorry guys, something like that. So I'm just going back in my text with my father. My father, my dad, so I can see if I text I I think I texted him the day that he was leaving. Or like so, oh, right here, November 19th. So, I hear on the text it said, get my blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. So, if I was admitted there, I'm trying to think seven days. So I think it was the 14th or the 15th that I was there. So I would say it was at least the 23rd or 4th when I left, something like that. But it was definitely November 20-something when I left there. But yeah, so that'll be exactly, you know, a year since I left Walden. So it's been 
been in recovery for like a year and a half. I remember I got like kind of like started not eating and it got worse in like, you know, July, June area. So, but yeah. So I thought I would talk a little bit about my emotions now and then finish it off and you off with a quote and see you guys soon. So we're going to talk about my emotions. So I think I was, I didn't, I wasn't crying yesterday. I think I was just stressed because I was like, I think I was like, oh my God, it's been a year. Like, I don't think like, you know, I don't, maybe I should go back to the hopping, but that's a good idea. Like, do I really like, I, I don't like, no, this is probably not a good idea. Like I'm home. Like maybe I should be at the hospital. Like people with eating disorders need treatment. Like maybe I should be in the hospital. Like, and I think I was just like, we're all erasing thoughts and thoughts about food and like stressed about everything. But I think I made it through yesterday. I think I, there was a lot of emotions. I feel like I was a little, I kind of got mad at my mom in a moment yesterday. And I think in a way, I think I was mad. And I think I was also stressed about, you know, just that day in general was a hard day for me. So I think that was hard. It was hard for me to fall asleep last night. So, you know, but I think the emotions were, Ed was like, go back, go back, go back, or don't eat this day, don't eat today, or, you know, don't eat this meal, and I I, I tried, like, I, I did it, I tried to pass him, and obviously his thoughts are still there in the back of my mind, and it's hard to challenge them, but, you know, in ways you gotta, you got to. <laughs> So, I'm going to end off this. I'm going to, we have to go pick up my brother at work in a bit. So, I hope my mom comes home so I can hang out with my mom. Maybe we'll go out so I don't have to go with my brother. So, go pick up my brother. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the quote of the day, or for you guys to think about, is, so, the quote, it's on the app, um... I am, but the quote is, I am stronger than my anxiety, and I'm kind of taking this as, I am stronger than my eating disorder, I am stronger than my thoughts, I am stronger than my body image issues, like, I'm, just use it as, I am stronger than, and whatever you're struggling with, so, you know, if my friend told me, for example, if my friend told me I'm struggling with school, I can say to her, like, I, I, so tell yourself, I am stronger than this, than the thoughts and my anxiety about the schoolwork or the school assignment, like something like that. So kind of think about it as that. And remember, I'm stronger than my troubles, stronger than, you know, my eating disorder, stronger than my anxiety, stronger than what I'm, what I am struggling with. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. I hope you have a good good, a good week or so until I see you next time. And I hope you guys have a great day. And 
I'll have to see. I'm going to check that poll from last time and see what got voted, and I will figure that out. But thank you guys so much for all of the plays that I've been getting. I looked at my plays, and it's extremely, like, the first episode I have has so many plays, and I'm really grateful for that. So if anybody has any suggestions, you could always go over to my TikTok and, like, comment them. My TikTok is at anorexia recovery w jewels one um the letter the number one at the end um so you can go over there and you can always like comment it there i don't know if there's any other way that i can get that get it like see what you guys what you guys think about it but yeah so i hope to see you guys all soon and have a great day i love you guys bye